Welcome to a world of the darkness. A world of things twisted beyond your imagination. A world of liminal horror. And welcome to So You Think You Can Fanon's reading and playing of SCP-7006! I'm Matt, the DM, or the facilitator for this attempt at playing some kind of a tabletop. And by playing, I mean introducing... died in Mario Maker, what a fucking idiot. Um, can, can, can we address the elephant in the room, uh, lead researcher Matt here, about the uh, fucking Mario Maker? Uh, that's an SCP we have yet to contain. Uh, the person playing it is an instance of the SCP, and he will be shot the next time he dies. Don't worry. I'm sex. Hi, sex. <laughs> yeah, that's sex over there. Hi, sex. Uh, we've also got... Uh, we've also got Equi. We've also yeah. got Sergio... And... Joke. Hi, joke. Hi, joke. Hi, joke. I'm sex. <laughs> Hi, sex. I'm dad. Hi, sex. Hi. Hi, sex. Hi, sex. Hi, sex. The way you say it, it's, it, 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 it wouldn't be as funny if it weren't for just... I'm sex. Hi, sex. So, we're here for 7,006. 7,006. Uh, I don't... I've been trying to keep myself away from actually reading the thing because I, you know, I want I want the blind reaction. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, especially those yeah. modules. I don't want to. I don't want to be going any any deeper into this. Oh yes, definitely. So this is this is an open open thing that I need to be clear for everybody. You should not read the modules. It's like opening up the DM's notes and reading those. Obviously, I can't stop you. Okay. But you're going to have a much less fun time if you know how everything's going to go. I think people who read the modules should die. I, I think they are. I agree. Not, not just for this specifically, but if you're in a D&D campaign and you read the module, you should die. Damn. What if they're you know, like I, the I GM? Think, no, I, I, think I mean the players. party should like... Like when you meet up at the at your house and like you find out somebody did that, all of you should carry them to the roof and just throw them off. Just them toss off. them off. I think you you it's should boil sacrifice. water and then pour it onto them. It seems a little harsh if you ask me. I, I disagree. Maybe a little. Maybe a I little. disagree. Maybe a little harsh. Maybe like I think you should give them a stern talking to. Five percent. You should kick them down like the stairs to your basement. Percent. Oh, so you can kick them down a flight of stairs and maybe kill them, but pouring fucking boiling hot water on them is forbidden? Well, I mean, you might not survive jumping off the roof. Tossing boiling hot water on somebody is absolutely absolutely certain death is done when you toss boiling water on somebody. This is an an important thing for everybody to know. Boiling water kills people. I didn't say where. I've gotten boiling water and had second degree burns. It was not fun. Pour it on no, I don't say where we were pouring the water. water. You can break your neck falling down steps. I think sex uh, decided that we should pour it on the nuts. Yeah, I, I like sh- to pour it on the cock. the nuts. But, but the by, by the way, I wanted to bring this up in the last episode, but 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 have I have I sent or told everybody the story about uh, somebody getting bitten in a, a in a D and D campaign because the DM didn't believe oh, yeah. the human you bites were me. strong. 
You told me. I remember oh, those. Yeah. What? Then they died. We gotta tell sex. No, the, no, he went to the hospital it, with stitches. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so the, the person was like, I think my bite should be like a like a D10 instead of a D8 because I'm a barbarian with 20 strength. And the, the DM was like, human bites aren't that strong. So this girl bit a, <clears throat> bit into him, maybe took a chunk out, and they go to the hospital, and the, the nurse is like, what happened? And he's just like, oh, you know, excuse. And then she looks at the, the girl who has blood around her mouth, and, she, and they're like, yeah, right. And then they got married. Not directly oh, afterwards, but like later. I mean, I think it's fair that a bite Plus, does one d8 damage over one d10. Hmm. You heard it here first, folks. If you want to uh, marry a woman, bite her very hard, or let her bite you. Let really her hard. bite you. Oh, my mistake. You you just you just test yeah. the bite. Like you have a device to test the bite strength of your players to determine how much d d damage they would do. This is how I determine yes. if someone is a worthy suitor. Is the uh, is is the finger carrot thing true? Like, has that been proven true? No, it's de- like... it's definitively not true. I could do What's it. What's the finger you carrot? You can test thing? the next time you have a baby carrot. Literally test it. It's it's not hard to break a baby carrot compared well, the, to your the, finger. The the the, the, the well, thing isn't is, it like people a say carrot, that not a baby carrot. Because there's a big difference. Even then, like it's not that hard to fucking I, bite I a saw carrot. you eat many a many a carrot. That's why I say household. I could do it. I could bite off someone's finger for sure. For for you, for you those who don't could. know, aka Sergio, the 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 thing is, people say that biting your finger off is as hard as biting a baby carrot in half. It's just that your your brain doesn't let you bite that hard. So oh. it, no, it, it does. Your, your finger, your brain doesn't want you to bite your own finger off. Yeah, but what about somebody else's? Uh, just, the, the average strength of the human bite is 162 pounds per square inch. It's not. It's not as. It is not as nearly high as some other animals, but it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty significant. It's respectable. It it's respectable. Like you could now, probably tear somebody's throat out though. if you were really trying to. Mm. That happens in The Walking Dead. Rick does that to somebody. Yeah. And that one dude on bath salts who like ate somebody's face off. Well, bath salts make you inhuman. That's have you seen Sausage Party? I I I was in Florida when somebody did that to somebody at a restaurant, but we should probably get a a, with the campaign, Matt, if you would. Yeah. Uh So seven thousand six. So this is going to be uh, session zero, an introduction to everything possible, imaginable, and conceivable in every meaningful way. Wow. To SCP-7006, which is a really well-done labor of love by several authors. Uh, Lyrian, Lizard Wizard, yep, or 1HP, Dark Stuff, and Jorik. It is, to put it simply, three different modules and an entire setting for a GitHub free-to-play rules light tabletop playing game called Liminal Horrors. Well, it's a role-playing game, but the interesting thing about Liminal Horrors as a role-playing tabletop is that it's really an emphasis on you're playing a role, not the mechanical associations that come with the idea of a tabletop RPG. There's no leveling, oh, my favorite no experience shit, points. No skills, love, no feats. Not, you don't even get to like gain items between entries. Each module, each adventure 
is its own thing entirely. And you're meant to basically just get to the end of a module and then that's it. That's it for your characters. That's it for that story. That's it. You just had fun playing. I love fiction first role playing games. They're they are my absolute favorite. <clears throat> I have a question. I think they have a Yeah. Are there modifiers? There are mechanical attributes to it. It's not purely like Mad Libs the tabletop. Okay. But it's it's very rules light. You only have four stats to a person and your inventory is pulling double duty for your health as well in some some okay. understanding so for example there's several characters that are given to you as uh, templates that you can choose they have health they have strength they have dexterity and they have control they also have uh, one special feature each but this is all you get this is all you get you get the inventory and you get the base stats and that's it. I don't even think there's money. I'm pretty sure there's no money in the system of liminal horror by default. It's just intended that you go on some kind of a Lovecraftian adventure, have fun, maybe die. But the, the core point of moving forward is just you fail and things move along. It's not like D&D where your failures may change the story in such a way that it takes longer to get to where you wanted to go. If you fail, you just fail and things move along and there's not, that's just how it works. It's just how it goes. Uh, it's more like a roguelike than it is a tabletop RPG in some ways, it seems. Would you say but, that there is a... Uh... That, that, that mm -hmm. whole failure success thing where it's like if you even if you fail things still move along would you say that that is a uh what, what would they like to call it a it's a very specific word it's uh they describe it as fail forward yes that is my Do favorite thing die? but i i am a i am a slut for failing forwards can your character You're a slut die? For, for failing in the forward direction damn yeah non so uh any system that has a not <clears throat> binary system for failing and success is immediately more into my wheelhouse because I, I think it's more interesting fiction-wise. Kai had a question. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yes, do you die? Can your character die if you fail? <clears throat> On the overview page for Liminal Horror, they have an answer to your question. Thanks. The world you. is dangerous, and death is always a possible consequence. It should be ever-present, but never random or unexpected. Death comes for everyone. But some suffer a fate even worse. Hmm. Mood. Jelking. Jelking. <laughs> Death by jelking. Circumcision the cock stretcher. <laughs> I, just, I just had a horrible, horrible idea slip into my mind. Uh-oh. Jacob's, uh, if Jacob, uh, had a name for his room, I would call it the Jellaquary. <laughs> I hate you. I think you should stop talking. <laughs> so, the system itself, Liminal Horror, uh, specifically in terms of feeling, just to sort of add on to this, um, 
for di- for those that are interested in the system and maybe not playing the actual uh, modules, maybe doing their own thing. Uh, traditionally, liminal horror is meant to be played uh, with player characters who are digging around where they aren't supposed to. So, uh, yep. any sort of idea of having a character who's like a cop is kind of a big no no. Like you can do it because it's you know it's a role playing game. You can do whatever, but traditionally the settings are meant are like the the setting is meant to be like everyday people stumbling upon something extraordinary. Yes, or at the very least, something way, 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 way beyond what you should be trying to do. I would say a police officer is a totally fine candidate for a player. Um, The thing is, though, we're talking about cosmic horror here, and that's why I'd be okay with a police officer, because... What I find funny about this liminal horror system is it's it's very realistically there's not much at all to do with cosmic horror and the mechanics. It's just very explicitly and implicit in how they describe it. This is meant to be a horror tabletop RPG. This is not meant to be a fun, like happy, lucky, go go have some silly stuff times. Yeah, no fun. Very much so. They want people to be stuck in the bizarre and the weird and the strange. Although I shouldn't say there's no mechanical uh, relation to the to the setting, there is stress and stress fallout, and that uh, that means that your characters can be changed a little bit, can be, uh, can be affected by some things with the uh, the old powers and dark things beyond your imagination. But I think before we dive any deeper into what liminal horror is, we should read. Now that we have a decent idea of what it is, SCP-7006. Is it right if, if, uh, if I read it? Yeah, you're the DM. <clears throat> when you open the page to SCP-7006, you see an icosahedral die, the D20, which is used as part of Ritual 7006. All people have access, as it is level 1 unrestricted containment class is is that radix 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 yes radix with a disruption class of amida scp 7006 is maintained via annual performance of the ritual of absolution also known as ritual 7006 ritual 7006 must be performed exactly once each year as further detailed in this document. If Ritual 7006 is performed unsuccessfully, the Foundation must act according to Level Gamma Emergency Procedures until the next year arrives. Due to its deep connection to the Foundation, meaning that the item has been integrated into the Foundation's command structure, any information regarding SCP-7006 and Ritual 7006 must be kept secret. Groups of interest external to the Foundation learning of SCP-7006 is considered a failure of the Veil Protocol. In the event that Ritual 7006 loses its potence, Foundation thaumatologists are to be employed in order to engineer a new, successful variant of it as soon as possible. The date presently dedicated to the completion of Ritual 7006 is August 1st. SCP-7006 is a powerful thaumaturgical bond which closely links the SCP Foundation to three 
conceptual entities existing outside of normative reality, maintained and strengthened by the ritual of absolution. These three entities, classically referred to as the triad of absolutes, also known as just the triad or even the absolutes, collectively exert a formidable, generalized influence on the day-to-day affairs and activities of the Foundation at large. This extends to the following areas, such as containment efforts, ritualistic practices, bureaucratic processes, internal and external security, defensive practices, thaumaturgical practices, parascientific innovation, strategic practices, and countless more. The influence exerted on the above areas of Foundation activity is, of great note, wholly positive, while a sufficient relationship between the Foundation and the triads is maintained through Ritual 7006, the Foundation's efforts will, seemingly by chance, yield fruitful results. Though both SCP-7006s and the triad's full history with the Foundation is not known, it is understood that this bond is one that has acted as a long-standing boon for almost the totality of our organization's existence. While SCP-7006 is maintained, the Foundation flourishes, It is presumed that the Bond's presence is responsible for propelling the Foundation to the grandiose logistical successes it knows today. If Ritual 7006 is not performed during a given year, or fails, SCP-7006's positive effects will begin to diminish. This progresses on an annual basis for an unknown duration, presumably ending with the Bond's total severance. According to our records, this has never occurred, and it is not known what such an event entails. Ritual 7006, also known as the Ritual of Absolution, the Ceremony of Absolution, and the Providence, is an ornate thaumaturgical procession which alters probability to favor the Foundation's mission of securement, containment, and protection. This is accomplished through a series of rites, which involves several lucky or unlucky items, events, sigils, signifiers, and superstitions. Among these are as follows. The conduction of a lottery among select Foundation staff. The winner is awarded a cash prize, and the winning ticket is torn into sevenths. The burning of forty four-leaved clovers atop a ritual pyre which has been fueled by one-seventh of the aforementioned lottery ticket. Then, flipping a gold coin until it comes up heads ten times in a row, and then biting down on the coin so that it bends in half. The temporary retirement of a member of the O5 Council, so that the number of members is twelve instead of thirteen. Conducting no work on Friday the 13th, Rolling dice fashioned from magical materials, such as human bone meteorites, and the destruction of such dice that roll below their median more than 50% of the allotted time. And finally, performance of Ritual 7006 Warden. 7006 Warden is a unique rite in which the conditions of each absolute are allegorically appeased inside of a constructed fictional environment. The performance of Ritual 7006 Warden is by far the most difficult and variable part of Ritual 7006. 
for it to be effective, there must be a non-negligible possibility of failure. Ritual 7006 Warden makes use of a role-playing framework recovered by the Foundation from an anomalous war games society operating in England during the late 19th century. Lightly changed by Foundation thaumatologists to suit the needs of Ritual 7006, this framework has proven immensely effective at fulfilling the symbological and ritualistic needs of the triad in an environment with an efficiently low level of immediate physical consequences. Through 7006 Warden, ritualists play the roles of avatars, together forming a fantastical party, collectively representing the Foundation, embarking on three missions, representing the qualities of each absolute. Succeeding in these missions, henceforth called modules, contributes to Ritual 7006's efficiency. If one or more are failed, this likely causes Ritual 7006 as a whole to fail or to be massively weakened. And that is essentially the full description from there. It goes into uh, a lot of the gameplay stuff that we talked about. And in fact, there is a full rule set for liminal horrors listed on this page. And uh, that is totally cool for all of you to peruse it as you see fit. In fact, it just occurred to me I should have posted the link to SCP-7006 in the we have here. a pinned. It's fine. We have a pinned okay. in the uh, thank Discord. You. Okay, thank you. Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> Ratio plus L plus you fell off. I, I also posted no, you have the definition hair. for Radix if nobody's uh, familiar. Ah, uh, yes. I saw. An item which has been integrated into the Foundation's command structure but is not related to Judaism. <laughs> Do you have a problem with Judaism? I, I don't have a problem. I, I, maybe the foundation is. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Most likely not, in fact. They're pretty nice people over there. Whatever the best answer to not get canceled is, is my choice. Yes. That sounds like a good way to go. Anyhow. Do we want to read these rules uh, off? I don't they're, they're pretty short. We, I don't think we really need to, because there. I mean, there's quite a bit of them, but like uh, anyone who wants to you know, look at the rules is free to do so. I think just having the the sort of background documentation about uh, SCP seven thousand six is enough to at least you know for us in the uh, in the in the recording can probably mm -hmm. discuss uh, important rules like stress fallout and what have you well, if they were to come up within the actual episode itself. Yeah, uh, the general rule though is it's a D twenty system. Uh, you have health. You roll a d20 kind of like a d100 system works you roll a d20 and if you get a number that is below your score you succeed if you go above your score you lose oh. uh, there there is resting and uh if you want to recover lost ability score then you have to uh recover for a full week with medical intervention or magical means uh there's some other concepts such as being deprived being stressed. Uh, we can go over that in more detail at a later time, though. For right now, yeah. that's the uh, that's the general gist. Now, this is where I'm gonna maybe mildly break off from where seven thousand six describes things because we decided not to use any of these six provided characters. Well-made characters. No offense. In terms of in, in terms of aesthetics and lore, 
yes, game in terms of system mechanic system mechanics are the same it's just their appearance and lore yes but i think it's it's important to note that because the six characters that they created for this system are based on aspects of the foundation which i find interesting the six aspects they uh, created were secrecy violence collection study wonder and defense which i think are very apt uh, ways of describing parts of the foundation. Yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense to me. And the, uh, the <clears> mechanics <throat> of each character matched out really well. So that's something that still like comes through in our characters, even though we changed yes. stories and aesthetics and such. Yes. Yeah. I'd say out of largely happenstance, everybody wound up picking characters that were new characters that, but also continued to represent the foundation very well. I think. Yeah. I think it was, uh, I mean, specifically because for those of you that will be seeing this later on, once we actually like drop all the the PNGs and stuff on Twitter.com, uh, you'll you'll definitely see that I tried to my best to keep all the aspects of that of like the different traits of their avatars intact to actually maintain that sort of you know balance as well as in terms of the actual. I get, you know, in terms of everyone sort of lending their abilities, except for Kai. I don't know what Kai's going for. I really don't. Um, cause Kai, I, I really want Kai to like tell the story uh, or like tell what they gave me after they share their <laughs> character because I think it's funny as fuck. I just lightly um, modified the character of Collect a little bit. That was all. It's not super. Uh, just, just lightly. Just, mm-hmm. just lightly. Okay. Just yeah, because I, I was like, I was wondering how their aspect would play into their character. Um, yeah, I was confused. I didn't know. I didn't know which character you were playing. You were playing, so I was just given the description you gave, and I was like, "What? <laughs> which one is this?" <laughs> You'll see. So, uh, Matt, since you are the GM, I think it's only fair that you sort of guide us uh, each one by one, in, and I'll drop the PNGs in the Discord group chat mm-hmm. so everyone can see them. <clears throat> uh, All right. I figured we would just do it in order on the page. Yeah, that works too. It's up to Matt. I, I mean, mm, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna enact. Um, mm, I think I, I think I have a really good idea here. Mm, I'm just yeah, gonna roll I like a dice. <laughs> right, no, I, no, I like this idea. Um, eeny, meeny, miny, moe, kitchen tiger, by the sex. You're up first. Sex, awesome. Sex. Yeah, we'll let a guest go first. Net, introduce uh, yourself. Guest introducing. Yeah, introduce my character. We should also uh, we should also probably since we're thirty minutes into this recording. (laughs) um, Hey guys, welcome back to So You Think You Can Fan. And today we have Sean Saxon on the podcast again. Oh yeah, it's me. I'm not Sean Saxon. Everybody clap. We never actually introduced. We never actually said it was Sean on the podcast. It's thirty minutes. Well, he's just a host with us now, so it doesn't matter. He's just a host. It's fine. Yeah, I'm kind of just here. So, Welcome to uh, SCP Authors Anomalous. I will yeah, I'll post the PNG. Do you want to post the PNG or do you just want me to just post all the PNGs? Because I have all do of it. them. You can post them all. Okay. Tell me when you're ready, Mr. Sexy. Uh, I did it first. I am oh, okay. playing... What did I name this guy again? Hold on. <laughs> I used a random name Good generator. Start. It's the least important. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> okay. My character... My character is Miles Melton using the... See, he was a D-class test subject for an SCP called SCP-1805, I think. 1853. I was wrong. For 1853. <laughs> this, this SCP, it's a pretty basic one. Essentially, there it's like this liquid. Uh, if it touches your skin or like you 
digest it, whatever. It makes you better at a task that involves you competing with someone else. So you have to be in a competition with someone else for it to take effect. He used mm. this to get insanely strong by challenging a prof- like one of a, one of the other researchers to an arm wrestling competition. He got strong enough that he took a lot more of it, got a lot stronger, broke out. However, another researcher challenged him to uh, serve the foundation better than him. And due to the nature of the SCP, he could not help but accept the challenge and has now become a one-man MTF army. Impressive. That's awesome. I love it. Damn. You can go read the SCP if you want more details on that, and I may be misinterpreting it, but I don't care that much. I'm mostly not misinterpreting it. I might be mildly misinterpreting it. But essentially, he is uh, he's seven foot uh, tall, uh, bulging muscles all over, and uh, he's, he's just very, very strong because of this SCP specifically. He uses a shotgun and a broadsword. <laughs> I really and, like uh, he the... It's um, very, very hard, just unarmed damage. I really like the, the flexing... Like pat on the, MTF, the shoulder. Uh, that's the MTF badge. He his uh, he he is uh, an MTF named Hercules. That is just him because he doesn't now need anyone else. Now, now you are violence. I am violent. I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. fits okay. the bill. Yeah. Yeah, it fits the bill. Yeah, completely different from what the. Uh, the the, the the it was originally, but I, I'm pretty happy with this character. I'm kind of I'm yeah. I I think it's a really that's honestly way more effort than I put into mine. <laughs> Same. <laughs> which my, Michael could vouch. Which is paradoxical, since I, Mr. Sex forgot his character's name. I, I will say yeah. on record <laughs> that uh, even though Jake says that he did not put a lot of time and effort into his character, uh, his character is on my list of. Characters I will probably struggle to draw because of the amount of detail I put into him. Like, wow. like design wise, or like the detail again. I put into him. Design wise, mm. sounds like Jake's. Yeah, no, I, I love your design. You did a great job. I love you. Thank you. I love you too. All right, who wants right. to go next? I can go next if no one else wants to. I think mm. you know maybe we could just popcorn it. Let Sean pick who goes. Sean, next. who do you want to go next? How about Jake, since we just talked about your character a little bit? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. All right. I'll drop your PNG, Jake. My character is named Bones. Dusty Bones. Bones. <laughs> that's awesome. Bones. I've been a researcher in the SCP Foundation for about 10 years. <laughs> it ain't much, but it's honest work. And I'm happy to be doing what I'm doing. My character's aspect is secrecy. I'm known for having a bit of a poker face and for never revealing my true intentions. But as long as I get what I need to do done, I'm happy. May I um, make an observation here? Yeah, what's up? So... Secrecy. Yeah. Secrecy. Yeah. <laughs> Secrecy. Yeah. <laughs> Secrecy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
what do you no, say? I have a question about the design. Was like the Spider Man like color scheme, like pants and boots, intentional? How tempted were you no. to add in assless chaps with no uh, no ass cover? No, no, I wanted to be a cowboy. He looks like a combination yeah. of Luke the, on the Third and Spike Siegel. The, the, I was the, told the character in the character that they had for for secrecy was a cowboy in the module and i said i want to be a cowboy but i want to make it my own cowboy so i designed my own cowboy he he gave me a picture of marty mcfly from back to the future 3 and said do that (laughs) (laughs) pretty much yeah the uh the the reason that the chaps are like that is because when i looked up pictures of cowboys for reference a lot of them had those sort of uh boots and pant combo so i sort of stuck with that also, it's a nice color break instead of just having red all the way down. There's a nice. Uh, I do really there. like the detail that you put into this. Yeah, yeah. Yes, awesome. of all of them, this is probably my my favorite from an artistic standpoint. It's just secrecy. <laughs> what? That's a, it's what they. It's what the person who the people who created the module made this character archetype secrecy. So I'm not out of pocket for making the, my character the same archetype that they made for secrecy. <laughs> Yeah, okay, bud. It, <laughs> I have a handgun. I have a revolver and I have a, a garrote so I can so I can throat people. And I have a flashbang and a lighter and a trench coat that gives me plus one armor and a first aid kit. Don't you have Gerardi? Um, no, you, uh, what? Gerardi? I thought you had Gerard. I, I don't know what a garrote is. I'm stupid. It's, it's a I thought wire. It no, it's no, it's a wire that that you use to strangle people. Is Gerardi yeah. like a liquid joke? You don't know what Gerardi is? <laughs> I don't. It's piss. Don't have you never played Team Fortress Two? I've played a little bit of Team Fortress Two. The sniper has a weapon called the Gerardi. It's jar-based karate. He throws a jar of piss at people and it makes him do mini crit oh, damage. Mini crit damage. I do know about this. Yeah. Jerody. Jerody. Anyways, uh, aside from Jacob's character being a frequent flyer to Brokeback Mountain, <laughs> <laughs> would uh, we, I think we forgot. Uh, is, is there anything else you'd like to tell us about him, or is or is a uh, is the secrecy something that you're sticking to? Um. No, that's about it. Oh, okay. Cool. Is a is the next person also a secret? Yeah. Um, I don't know, Kai. Why don't you tell us about your characters? Okay. None of us really know. <laughs> okay. I'll drop the PNG for you, Kai. Give me a second. Thank you. I'll first describe right. my character. Uh, <laughs> the suggestion that I gave Michael was a picture of young Brad Pitt, and I said, "Do short Brad Pitt, but with anxiety." <laughs> <laughs> That that is all I got. Compare this to I want to compare this to fucking Sean Saxon, who gave me like five paragraphs of what their character was like. All this I got was a like PNG. Me in real life. <laughs> like unironically, this looks like a picture of me. Damn, you know, it's Sean Saxon. It's Sean Saxon. Okay, my character is Sean like, Saxon. No, <laughs> no, his. So I I based it pretty heavily on like that actual description for collection because I kind of liked it. I just changed some details. So um, my character's name is Claude Cavalier. 
and uh like the uh i don't know the collection collection character um he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth but grew up hating the taste so his father was like a wealthy ceo who collected objects from around the globe and um claude wanted nothing to do with his business or his fortune or like any of his weird hoarding hobbies so instead he tried his best to fit in with his uh like college courses he was very mathematically inclined and had a very good memory and he also got along with people really well however one day him and his father had a major falling out and in retaliation he stole a priceless jade gem from his father's collection and this piece of jade was about the size and shape of a pill and he brought it to a party uh, to show off all of his friends but before he could do anything with it was intercepted by an scp field agent and researcher and um this researcher warned him about its mysterious properties and he began to feel this like aura that was like hey you need to drop this jade right now like you need to be tripping balls and um instead of handing it over uh, the pull on his psyche was too strong, so he ended up eating this pill and was forever, from that point forward, filled with the urge to collect just like his father. And uh, the foundation offered the choice to have the pill surgically removed and be anesthetized, but he took, uh, or to take a position with the foundation, and he ended up taking a position. And he's been working on you know, just collecting artifacts and being part of the research team because he uses his gifts for remembering uh, information and numbers. And since this event, he's become a very changed person and is inwardly really withdrawn and anxious because he is, I guess, scared about the loss of his previous self, but he has no ability to regain like the connections and passions that he had because he's so consumed by his own collection uh passion damn interesting very yes. dark yes i like that, I like that. Yeah. thank you very traumatic but he's also short Brad um, with anxiety <laughs> I'm, I'm writing down every character's name so i can remember them you're claude claude Yes. Right. Claude. Claude. Claude Sean, what was your character named? Um, Miles. 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 That's what I, I. I knew it was something with an M, but I couldn't think of it. I, I was like Michael, and I was like, no, not that one. No. No. Nope. Never name a character Michael. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Based who, honestly. Yeah, honestly, Michael. More like um, bike. Old. Bicycle. If you're if you're watching this and your name is Michael, stop. <laughs> yeah, Mike Freeney. We see you out there. This, this is why we. This is why you choose to go by Mike or Mikey, so you don't have to live with the guilt. Yeah, true. Oh man, really? Just you really just dropped like a whole whole lore book. I really this. did. Oh, I mean, it. most of the lore was yeah, just was like the lore that was provided for me, but I liked the framework. I was just like, yeah, but I gotta make it deeper than that. Nah, you pretty much owned that shit. You there's like ten percent of the original lore left. You just fucking ran with it. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you. So Kybert, who's next? Um I guess we can have 
Mr. Sergio B himself. All right, I'll drop Sergio's PNG down. All right, so my character is researcher Maria Johnston, level four researcher at Site Seventy Eight. Oh my Maria, god! I know that character. It's her. I know that yeah. character. It's from the oh SCP universe. Go- oh my god! Oh, oh my god! It's Glubshido. It's the Glubshido. Yes, first appearing in SCP-6952, Maria Johnston started out as a humble uh, para-biological researcher just working with her Petri dishes when she was stuck on the SCP-6952 Weapons and Research Development Project as she had a very creative mind and a slight engineering background. Um, Maria has always destined to be um, a a heroic-type figure, and with her street samurai, she fa- she fancies herself as an apprentice warrior. She's very driven, and she cares a lot about the men under her command. And if she could, she would be right out on the field with them. But for right now, she's she doesn't really have any fighting ability. But hey, she can aim a, a Goss rifle at a radish. Um, so that there's that. Damn. Pretty important. Very cool design. Thanks. Sergio really loves his women to kick yeah. ass and then beat ass I and like then the, smash. I, I like the the combination of like samurai armor and researcher coat. Yeah, I love really that. Cool. The design's awesome. Yeah, Dude, that was like modern day samurai look. I love that. Mm-hmm. that was yeah, the kudos part. to Michael for just fucking slapping designs out like a god. Mm-hmm. Yes, her I, um her MTF is Omega Forty Five Street Samurai, which is where I got the the inspiration for the armor. I had told Michael to draw draw a woman in samurai armor and he went above and beyond by you know went going for the researcher look he even got the site and her clearance number correct on her badge uh the arm is a uh is a, is a michael edition because he said he thought it would be cool um i did not envision her without an arm but you know what maybe she'll get she'll lose it at some point i just i just like cybernetics i just think they're cool cybernetics are cool I think cybernetics goes well with with the the stories that you write with her in it, so I think it works. Oh, there's a hole in my shirt. Oh, you should get a cybernetics. Oh wow, you like my dad. I love this shirt, dude. That's so upsetting. That's a hole in shirt. Jeez. Yeah, um, I was because I I was showing the designs off to some of my artist friends just to like see what their thoughts were on them. Uh, get feedback and when I was describing Sergio's character a lot of it was oh that's really cool I you know I never thought about that combination of you know samurai and scientist and I was like yeah this is gonna be hard as fuck <laughs> but uh, I I ended up really I actually really like the, the combination that I ended up with I, I'm really proud of all the designs for the, the characters you know so. so speaking of designs, there is one more oh, uh, yeah. that hasn't been revealed, and it just so happens mm. to be yours, my mm. friend. Mm. Yes. So that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm doing, Kai. I'm. I'm literally writing down everyone's names, so I. So I. So we don't have to. We need them spelled out, uh, though. I want to be able to spell them right. You'll. Gotcha. You'll be able to see the names later. Who? Who are so, we? It'll all be good. We've had we've had secrecy, we had violence, you know, violence. Collection. We had collection, and we had study. And why not we end off right in the row with wonder? 
So this is my character, Charlie Roswell. Uh, he goes by he him. Oh my goodness. He is a he is a Tumblrite who firmly believes in the cryptid zoology and supernatural. He has a pretty decent running blog where he sort of just talks and tries to find these supernatural events and hunt them down. Uh, if there's a haunting, he'll probably be there. If aliens are about to commune with people, he'll probably be there. He is all over the place when it comes to his research on cryptids and the you know the unknown and one thing led to another and he ended up stumbling upon the foundation through his little research and well his fascination with this sort of thing and his knowledge his deep intimate knowledge on the cryptids and the mytholo- and you know the mythological and legends and what have you uh, basically sort of lent him to just being a part of the foundation and he's been happy doing that ever since because it's working with what he really really believes in and being able to basically just sit there and be like i've been proven right the entire time so that is my character um i did already slap the design on a shirt uh which will have the link posted immediately as soon as the uh <laughs> the red bubble Dude, uh, i love up. this shirt it's so funny <laughs> oh my god for those who didn't catch what the shirt was it is a small green man alien with giant black eyes this is the pointing i love pointing at a little cow i'm gonna have to buy one i think i i have never seen tumblr more encapsulated in this image in my entire (laughs) life i love it i think it's a great design i love the green Um, Jake Fact time. Uh, what was the Jake Fact song that we came up with last episode? Jake Fact. Do, 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 do. Jake Fact. Yeah, so I dyed my hair green once. Yeah. Um, it but it didn't cool. look good like that. It looked bad. And then I, um, tried to dye it black. Yeah, true. Right there. Um, I, I tried to dye it black, but the d- black didn't fit. So it became like, like sewage colored. And then I cut all my hair off. Wow. And it was embarrassing and terrible. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was that embarrassing. It was just not uh, a great I, shade of green. I thought it was no. I mean the no, not the green. The sewage, the sewage era, when it looked like sewage. Yeah, hmm. I could see that. I uh, so I don't know if Sean's ever seen my face, but there's the there's the Jake face reveal from. I have never seen your face. Yeah, Jake that's, is hot. That's and what sexy. I looked like three years ago. I'm fatter now. <laughs> but yeah, mm, I would disagree. I felt like doing a just for flavor, just making Charlie trans. There's there's no story to that. It's just he him smile. Diversity, we like it. I mean, I, I would have thought that because the name is Charlie. I want it. Well, Charlie's a gender neutral name. I I I I guess, but like image plus name, I just was like man, which I guess which he is a man, but you know what you know you know what I mean. Yeah. I get you. I get you. Yeah, that was, uh, I was really excited. I, I've been I've been really looking forward to having everyone sort of see the characters and uh, talk about them because I, I only have like basic information except for Sean. Sean gave me a lot. So <laughs> yeah, I kind of just like I was coming up with it as I typed it. So <laughs> I mean, Sean, I, yeah, I kind of just gave you the entire backstory. I was like, yeah, draw that. Sean could and, not and have sex until he described it to you. 
It was needed. Yeah, exactly. I, was, I my 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 girls were waiting. John, please finish describing your teen. John, please. We need you. <laughs> we need you to have sex with us and not do another episode of SAP Authors Anomalous. <laughs> yeah, I've been too busy having sex to record. Oh yeah. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> Me too. Ignore the fact that I've been like every episode. Clear about. Wait, sorry. What'd you say? What I said. Me too. If you ignore the fact that I've been in like every episode in the last like month. Damn. Um, yeah, no, I was gonna I, say I, one I, thing about character that kind of uh, came off misleading. Uh, he is willingly within the foundation. It's not just because he was challenged to be a good foundation agent that he stayed. Because I don't think that's how the SCP uh, actually works. But uh, yeah, for for the record, it's not like just a huge idiot. Bam. Uh, Bam. I, uh, he can be a himbo in my art. I, I wanted to say that I, I love this art of Johnston. I, I literally went and I shared it to like I, I was screaming from the heavens. Like I, I love everything about this. I, I I've only had this is the second time somebody's drawn art of my uh SCP characters, but I, I really do in I, I I I appreciate the sentiment of like being actually able to have fan art of characters that I've come up with. Michael. Yeah. Hmm. What's up? Your art has improved so much in the last few years. Yeah, you really, yeah, you really I really want you to know that I'm very proud of you. We're all really proud of you. you. Yeah, man. Tell I'm, me about him, man. I'm really proud of, of, of MX Doodles as well as the forbidden counterpart of MX Doodles. <laughs> yes. I, I I'm I'm very thankful that I've been improving, and I I'm excited to see what happens because uh, I know for sure that because by the time that Yomacon rolls around, I'll be probably telling people to watch the episodes because who doesn't like listen to a live play every now and then? And it's you know I haven't seen anyone else do seven thousand six yet, so this is uh this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be exciting. Oh, yeah. yeah, let me search on Spotify and see if there's any podcasts that have done SCP seven thousand six. Since it's been released in July, August ish, because it was a it was a seven thousand. I, I think uh, I heard there's like a a podcast for the Canon Third Law that might have covered it. According to according to um, Spotify, there are no results. I couldn't there's find anything of, on YouTube for it. There's a lot of two thousand and sixes. Let's see, seven thousand and five. Yeah, I'd imagine that they, if yeah, they no. cover it, it's not going to be a live play. Um, that's that's sort of the whole charm that we're now going for, and plus we have like our own sort of flavor of characters, mm-hmm. like mechanically similar, but in terms of flavor, very much like around the same sort of boat, which I think will definitely at least lend itself a little better because I I'm kind of the person that I feel a little bad if I make money off of somebody else's like thing especially when it's like a community created thing mm-hmm. uh like i i really if if i was stuck with just using the flavor of the scp 7006 characters i would just not slap it on a shirt you know not but, that we even uh, make money off of this anyways i mean i'm buying i'm buying the shirt immediately i don't know about you so. uh, i think i also will I, I need to get some fan and merch um at you least should. a team ball me too 
I think the we should all get. I think great. we should all get the soy jack shirt. I also want Fucking... the soy jack shirt. Soy jack alien believe shirt. Yeah, I mean, again, because by the time that we go to these conventions, this should be out, and this is good. This is sort of a good way to get people in because I know the SCP episodes, especially the ones with Sean, are very popular. Yeah, people love Sean Saxon. Especially recently. I think it's because of the panel we just did. I love Sean Saxon. I love the sexism of Sean. I I also think I may have gotten people through my author page because there was this guy who followed us who very specifically followed Elon Musk, the SCP Foundation, and our podcast. It seems to me like a Twitter account that was made to follow at least two of those things. things. (laughs) hey guy hey guy hey guy yeah if you're listening what's up we love elon musk and we love you i don't don't. i just just wanted to fit in anyhow i love this i love yeah i think there's one more character that we're all forgetting the dm my character the yeah, one character. that none of you know about. Dun dun dun. Huh? There is no art and there is no picture. There is not even a reference image. Why because not? It is not accurate. When you gaze upon the man that I, the GM, will play, you cannot see him. Not because you gaze into the room and there's nothing there. But when your brain tries to form the words and the concept to describe him, there is nothing. There is no image of him that your brain can grasp. There is only the vague insinuation that he is businesslike, perhaps wearing a suit. But there is nothing inside, around, or beyond the idea of this businesslike individual. He is classic. There is an idea so it's Slender Man. It is not Slender Man. Although, I suppose if you really needed to, that's an excellent attempt at a visual aid. There is an idea of a Patrick Bateman. Some kind of abstraction. But there is no real me. Only an entity. Something illusory. And though I can hide my cold gaze and you can feel my hand, feel you can shake my hand, feel flesh gripping yours, I am simply not there. I'd love to grab Just Jacob's like flesh and rip it. And grip it? That's no. exactly what Patrick Bateman would say. That is a quote from American Psycho, so you're right. That is something no, Patrick I mean, Bateman would say. No, I mean Matt saying he would like to grab your flesh and rip it. Well, he does say he wants to grab flesh and grip it. He just He, he just doesn't rip it. Although he does rip some flesh in the movie, so. Spoiler alert. Rip Anyhow, the skid. rip the skid. He is 057, <laughs> formerly seven. He is the member of the 05 council who had to give up his position temporarily. And in his absence, he is going to watch over the proceedings of SCP 7006. Maybe cool. he'll show up some more. Who knows? But yes, I purposefully didn't ask for any art of him because I thought it would be really funny if I thought if if everybody else has to have a different idea of him, even though Jacob is really, really 
really pushing hard for Patrick Bateman, and Kai is falling for his evil tricks. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking of Patrick Bateman. <laughs> were you said business suit like and like I've got to return. You sounded videotape. you sounded like you were you sounded like you were quoting Patrick Bateman, and I was like, all right, he's Patrick Bateman. Patrick Bateman has ruined the idea of something anomalous and dangerous because anything with a business suit suddenly is Patrick Bateman if it's anomalous and dangerous. <laughs> yeah, there's no Slenderman, it's only Patrick Bateman. <laughs> if uh, the audience is wondering why Michael is laughing like a loon and why everybody else was laughing, uh, Jacob posted uh, the text reading 057 watching us all jerk off and scream about joking when the end of the world is implicated with every single action we make. And it's just the gif of the camera zooming in on Christian Bale's face in the movie American Psycho. I'm not going to go on the rant, but I could go on a rant about how um, the movie not being released in 21 by 9 makes this scene look worse. It's just true. It's just true. I'm not even going to bother with the rant because it's just true. But so I, I, I thought that was an interesting way of just describing your DM persona that you will be playing, I assume. Uh, potentially. We'll see how much or how little he is involved. That's the point. Okay. He's very mysterious. Oh, he I, might not I, I, even I, I, really be there. You don't know. I had a I had an idea. Um, that because I I just made a joke post off of Kai or Jake's post of uh, Patrick Bateman going in where I wrote 057 as he watches the woman responsible for building the hover tanks talk about cocks. Um, I I had an idea about a uh, an SCP article where the like the exploration logs with the MTF was about an MTF tank crew who had to go up against like either another anomalous vehicle or was exploring an anomaly in their tank because i don't think that's been done before i think there's one mtf that's like a tank crew but at least to my knowledge there isn't an, an scp article to follow the tank crew. i think that would be you should get you should get nick to write that with you yeah it's very well versed in tanks because in the very first art version of 6952 that got canceled on twitter.com the russian mercenaries talk about making hover tanks with 6952 and i wanted to re-explore that idea Cool. That'd be cool. So, what uh, so what would Sean, you call it? The hover tank. Uh, no, the MTF group. What, what would their um, what would their name um, be? Their designation. That's a good question. <laughs> they fly now. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> they fly so, now. So um, Sean, I do have a I have a genuine question because we we've, we've been discussing Patrick Bateman as O five seven. Do you agree with this headcanon? Uh, yes, I, I, that's what I'm imagining. All right. So if anyone does fan art of 057 for the specific podcast, they just have to draw Patrick Bateman. Including you. Yep, you have to. I'm not drawing it. I don't need to draw it. I could just post a picture of Patrick Bateman. You don't want to add Patrick Bateman onto the shirt? There's no need to add him onto the shirt. The shirt just is 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 supposed to be Charlie's shirt. Why not, you stupid Why bastard? Not, you stupid you should add bastard. him like really uh really opaque in the background, like he's watching over, like God. He's uh the he's potentially omnipotent. I see. He's not omnipotent. Well, 
it's an interesting distinction. Omnipot omnipotent is potent in an omnipresent manner. I think a, he's just omnipresent. He's omnipresent, yes. He's around. He's around. He's not potent, he but he things. is present. He's not there when he has to go return some videotapes. I'm going to omnipresent you my balls and make you suck them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so for everyone that's listening in, uh, our very first session, I believe, should be the week after this episode goes live. Uh, we hope that if you if this sounds entertaining to you, that you share it with people that are interested. We what? really want people to be excited for this, especially because we have a guest on for this entire bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When does oh, this yes. go live? Uh, this should Monday. go live this upcoming Monday. Monday? Uh, when recording, so the 10th. 10th, got it. Yes. And uh, again, uh, we do have other cool things that are going to be coming up. We have Anime NebraskaCon, cool convention in Nebraska where mostly everyone will be there doing some cool panels and all that stuff. I don't know when that is. I believe that's in like a week or two. Uh, when this is recording. It, yeah, yeah, it's the week. It's the week of the, the 21st. Sergio and I fly gotcha. in two weeks from what? What convention is this? Anime, Anime NebraskaCon. Mm-hmm. Neat. Dang, I would sure love to go to that. And see, I mean, so you think you can fan him. That'd be very oh, cool. well, so true. Thankfully, thankfully, we have some other conventions that are coming up. We got fucking Yomacon. That will be in Detroit. <laughs> that is the first week of November, the uh, first weekend of November, which will be from the uh, from the third to the sixth. We will be hopefully doing panels there. We had some that were accepted. We don't know which ones they are at the time of this recording, but we have panels there. Then after that, we will also be at Colossal Con North in Wisconsin. It's the very first year that that will be happening. So if you want to go uh, shout, you know, be there, be a cool guy, you can do that. And yep. also, we are planning to go to Ohio Con next year in February. So January. Keep an eye out. January? Sorry, my bad. January. I thought last year was in February. I'm sorry. I think it was. Did I, did I, did I zone out? Did you mention North? I did mention North. Okay. I didn't I didn't hear mention North, but I, I, I'm a fake fan, yeah. apparently. But... Before we end off, we do have a tiny bit more reading to do from seven thousand six, but I just yes. want to get it out there. Say it's you know, say hey. We got to do. Cool. We got to grift conventions and stuff. We have to grift. That's impossible. We have to say we to. love them. Maybe, exactly, but oh, you better get your love in now because you're not going to get a chance to yeah. later. We're also right. presumably going to be taking this a little more seriously when we're actually role playing. Yes, maybe, maybe. we'll Just see. To be clear. I, I somehow doubt it, but we'll see. We're really bad at that. Anyhow, Sergio, Sergio, why did you post a Ron DeSantis Twitter post? Because what? it's so, it's funny. He's in the fucking Virgin post. We're in the middle of a pot. This is like Jacob messaging <laughs> me about Warhammer shit in the middle of reading like serious SCP stuff. Okay. Okay. Finishes hey, off your gang. The rest of them <clears> were <throat> posting memes in fucking the the group chat while we were doing this. I can post fucking Biden memes. If they're relevant memes to the, to what's going on right now, you're posting Joe Biden. Yeah, we were posting <laughs> conversation <laughs> enhancers. Okay. I, I'm gonna post, I had to I'm show gonna post you. the this cat. So funny. I'm posting the cat. I'm gonna send my cock to enhance this conversation. <laughs> if I had a Please nickel do. for every time I saw someone's cock today, I'd have two nickels. 
Cock. I'm gonna shove that cat in Sean Sexism's cock, and I'm gonna shove Sean Sexism in Jacob's cock. That's a lot. Whoa. That's like a Matryoshka doll of cocks. So, all right, finish this off. <clears throat> all right, all right. Oh, wait, meme time quick, over. Quick, meme quick. time over. Nope, nope. We had your chance. Nope, nope, no. Nope. He's, he's our guest. He, he's our guest. Ah. He gets. He gets it. Come on. We want him to come back, so all we right. have to be nice. All right, ten seconds. Ten seconds. If uh, speaking of OhioCon in February, uh, there may also be a special guest there. Not like specifically associated with so you think you could fan it, but I'm also going to be there. So you're going to be in OhioCon. Oh my gosh! We're going to track him down. We can meet IRL. Crossover in history. Face reveal. But if you find you are you in Ohio? My what? Are you in Ohio? I am Ohio. What? And I never knew this? Yeah, I'm a, He I'm said this, Ohio I think, one. last time. I don't remember hearing you say you're from Ohio. Well, <laughs> we, will, we will track I, you down. I, I, I will be that. definitely we wearing the Charlie you. shirt, so you know. Yeah, know. you'll know from how we look at you. To, Let's shoot uh, shit in Ohio. Let's crossover. Hell yeah. <clears throat> All right. Have you gotten it out of your systems? Have you gotten your love out of the systems? Have you gotten your memes out of the systems? I have one more thing. Okay. Joking, you can go on. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, he said he was kidding, Matt. You're no, good. I, I'm joking. Are you sure? I also didn't understand what you said. Are you sure? You sure? Sure you got it? Yes. You sure? No. Let you me sure? think. Can I have some time? It's kind of a lot of pressure. 18 naked <laughs> cowboys in the shower. Matt, we don't have to do that anymore. Sergio, click the Ram Ranch button. <laughs> Wait, let me pull up Mario again so I can make that joke. All right, click it again. We're good. All right. All right. All right. I'm ending it. <clears throat> we have everything to lose, but everything to gain. Each time we test our luck, we inch closer to oblivion. But inaction leads us into the dark. Our power rests upon a pinpoint of divine intervention. We need to make sure that pinpoint stays right where it is, for all of our sakes. The Administrator, August 1st, 1930. Damn, there was some crazy shit about to go down in that guy's life. And now, the Parable of the Warden. What games do gods play? Is the thunder the clatter of their dice in a cup? Is the wind the motion of their arms as they draw a card? Are earthquakes the shifting of their board? Do we live and die by their whims? Their whims, we thought, were out of our control. But then, deep in the archives, we found it. Their rule book. Those who read it. Know of the horror that lurks in spaces too liminal. What games do gods play? They play with our lives. What if the thunder is just sound following light? What if the wind is just cold following heat? What if earthquakes are just the earth in a fit of rage? Doubt is common down in the foundations of reality. That is why we seek absolution. Secure. Contain.
protect. Bro, my dick is throbbing. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> so do we have anything else? Mike's throbbing. <laughs> I think that's I think that's it for now. Far away. That's oh, it for I now. Cu- I kind of kind of thought you were just going to cut it off like right at the end of that. Would have been very. Oh, I figured that was the plan. No, you mm-hmm. have to cut it off at Michael's line now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cut it off right there. That's so good. That's so good. <laughs> Damn, promoting yourself. Excitement. Hell yeah. yeah who, who the fuck promotes themselves on their own podcast? That's so cringe. We are the Anyways, go see us at Anime Nebraskan and at a ColossalCon North and at YomaCon and then at OhioCon. We'll be Just there. We'll be cool. Come see us. Yeah. Me uh, on oh, I. One final note, just to end it off. We will have ribbons for the first ribbon game at YomaCon. If you want a Dark Trunks ribbon, Woo! you have to go Dark Trunks ribbon. Find, tra- track us down. You can get your very own Dark Trunks ribbon and join the cult of Dark Dark Trunks. But yeah. I think that's everything that we have. We will see you all next week. I have already started preparing the video version for this series to be ready for our YouTube. Sweet. I, I'm getting excited. So uh, I, I hope we'll see you all there when the time comes. Bye. Make them we come. Bye. I don't. We love you. Make Kai come. No, make Kai come. make the people come to our cons and stuff. Yeah. Well, you should also come. I will. Well, we got Sean to come. I will. Yeah, Sean's coming. Come, come in me. Kai to come. I will come. Come, come. Just not on the podcast. No. I said he's gonna come. All right. No more coming. Any episode. Right now, I'm gonna.